0: listener production. We've had another massive day of earnings results. Why did the market end flat?
1: And at the halfway mark, how has the earnings season performed?
0: Good afternoon. I'm Laura. I'm Craig. It's Thursday, the 22nd of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Craig.
1: Good afternoon. How are you?
0: I am lovely and it's been a huge day on the share Absolutely market, has Absolutely
1: huge. Humongous. In, in
0: terms of earnings results, right, but in terms of Where the market's sitting right now, very uninspiring, uninventful, flat. At the moment, we're down by less than one point. We're basically just flatlining, not even a couple of points up or down. So if we do stay where we are right now, though, even though it could just be that one point, that would mean we've continued our losing streak to a third straight session. Usually when we are sort of testing record highs, which we've been seeing in recent times, of course, before these three days of declines, the market does get a little bit skittish and does try to pull back a little bit from those levels. So that could be why we're seeing the falls. Across the sectors, we're seeing about seven of the 11 sectors in positive territory. The gains are being led by the utilities sector, which is up by 1.8%. But again, very small, only about three stocks in that sector. Tech is doing okay, up by around half a percent. But going the other way, consumer discretionary down by zero point eight percent. So relatively mixed. There's so many earnings to get into. So let's get stuck straight in.
1: Yeah, earnings season is basically halfway through now. So there's around about one hundred and one companies that have reported their half-year earnings, and around about fourteen that produced their full-year earnings. And what We've got expenses growing at a faster rate than revenues. That has was to be expected. Something like a 5% increase in expenses, 2% increase in revenues. As a result, profits are down in aggregate by something like 38%. And what we are seeing is cash levels are being drawn down. So cash is being drawn down to pay for dividends. Cash is down by 26%. Dividends down by only 4%. So... What we've got is a fairly reasonable mix mash of companies that are reported so far. And if you look at the first day of the release of their earnings, 50% are up and 50% are down.
0: And I guess we've trickled that into what we're seeing today. So as we mentioned, we're pretty flat. And that's because some earnings results have shot the lights out and others have gone the other way. So they've cancelled each other out, it seems.
1: It does seem to be the case.
0: We heard from one of the major airline companies today, Qantas Airways. So their revenue was higher. Net profit fell by 13%, though, to $869 million. That was on the back of cheaper airfares. So the company said that they are still seeing strong demand, particularly for those travelling for leisurely reasons over business purposes, which is unsurprising after we've all been locked down due to COVID. So we didn't see them declare a dividend, though. In fact, Qantas hasn't paid a dividend in almost five years. But they did announce another share buyback as their way of returning money to its shareholders. So they'll be buying back up to $400 million worth of shares on the market. And importantly, the new CEO of Qantas said there's been a lot of work happening to lift service levels and highlighted that early signs have been positive, which is exactly what we want to see after quite a turbulent time for Qantas, to say the least. Of course, they've been under the eye of the consumer watchdog for some time for doing the wrong thing by its customers. So it seems like they might be on the path to recovery.
1: Let's switch attention now to one of the jewellery retailers, Lafisa. Its share price up by around about 10% heading into the close. They're clearly doing well in a difficult or challenging environment, making sure that their pricing and their promotion is really targeted to, to the market. Uh, sales are up, profits are up. And as I say, the share price up today.
0: Sticking with the retailers, these are two that actually went the other way. So Super Retail Group, who owns Super Cheap Auto, they own Rebel, BCF, and MacPack. Uh, they've been towards the top of the losers list today, despite reaching record sales in the first half. And this could be on the back of a small decline in profit, smaller dividend and it also flagged slower sales in the early part of the second half of the year but again we've been hearing about that cost of living and that's been impacting the demand for quite a number of retailers it was a similar story with the reject shop who saw its shares decline about 15 percent today after they highlighted that they are struggling with the cost of living pressures and they've also been seeing more theft across some of its stores
1: and two companies that have indicated they're experiencing some challenges at the moment is uh, the Nine Network and also Medibank. Nine shares down 8% heading into the close, Medibank down in the order of 5%. Medibank says challenging economic conditions is certainly uh, sort of what it's seeing at the moment in terms of its operations. And Nine is progressing its movement away from uh, the free-to-air to the streaming or digital services a nine profit is down by 40% in the last six months.
0: You know what I want to survey on? How many times companies have used the word challenging in their results? I wonder if we can ask AI to compile a list of how many times the word challenging has been used, right?
1: Challenging and resilience.
0: Resilience. Challenging and resilience. So that's the themes of the reporting season. And cost of living, of course. Yes. We also heard from construction materials companies, CSR. And of course, I did mention this one yesterday. Its shares jumped 17.5% within about a 10-minute time frame in afternoon trade. Yesterday, there was no official news released, but today we've got an explanation for what's going on. So CSI has confirmed the speculation that a French building company, I won't say the name because it's a French company and Stevie's not here, and I don't want to butcher it, but they're looking to buy the company in a $4.3 Billion dollar deal, meaning nine dollars per share, which would be a premium to its current share price, which was around the seven dollar mark before yesterday's big jump. So the CSR board has unanimously voted in favour of the deal. So we'll keep watching to see if it does go ahead today. CSR shares hit their highest level since two thousand and six.
1: And the top of the leaderboard today is Bigger Cheese. Its share price up by fifteen percent heading into the the close. Uh, Bega has reported underlying earnings up 20% for the last six months. Its branded business is doing very well. Where it's experiencing some challenges is in the bulk dairy uh, segment. But Bega Cheese is also confirming uh, sort of full year guidance and uh, well supported by the investors today.
0: Fortescue has been higher today after beating analyst expectations. It lifted its dividend to $1.08 per share and its net profit was up 41% thanks to higher iron ore prices. Going the other way, though, lithium miner Pilbara has been down today on an earnings miss after reporting an 82% drop in profit. That was on the back of falling lithium prices. Of course, we've been talking about this quite frequently here on the podcast in terms of how it's been impacting other various lithium stocks. So, Unfortunately, this time round, investors won't be getting a dividend payment from Pilbara.
1: Towards the bottom end of the spectrum today is Tabcorp. It shares by around about 12% heading into the the close. Uh, what it has uh, reported is fewer gamblers around the place, and uh, this is something to express the challenging conditions mm. for, for Tabcorp, as well as higher tax rates in New South Wales, and it has led to a loss of $636.8 million for for the last six months the transformation to digital continues with Tabcorp.
0: NVIDIA. Let's talk about this one quickly. It's a very important one reporting over in the US, and they were out with their earnings after the US market shut this morning here Sydney time. They actually beat expectations. They were stronger than expected on both their actual results and their outlook. So we did see NVIDIA shares shooting the lights out in after-hours mm. trade up around 8%. So this could be a massive impact on what happens in US markets Tonight and that could trickle into what we see tomorrow as well here in Australia.
1: Yeah, we were basically uh, walking on eggshells ahead of that announcement, and unfortunately, they have, uh, as you say, knocked it out of the ballpark. And it's certainly provided some comfort for our investors today. Hopefully, it does the same for US investors later tonight.
0: Yeah, that's a good point there, Craig, because they did actually fall for five straight sessions ahead of these results. So this was potentially one of the most highly anticipated results that we we're getting. So. The Those have finally come out and we should see markets higher tonight on the back of that based on what we're seeing in after hours trade anyway, but we could go either way. Now, looking ahead, what takes your eye tonight?
1: Uh, the purchasing manager survey is coming out from the United States, uh, so we'll see how the manufacturing and services sector is progressing at the moment and some data on existing home sales in the United States as well.
0: Tomorrow here in Australia, nothing in terms of economic news, but we do get more companies out with their earnings results, Accent Group, Brambles, Eagles Automotive, Sandfire Resources, Block, Core, too many to list.
1: You name it, they're coming out with earnings <laughs>
0: On that note, I hope you've all had a lovely day. Hope you enjoyed the wrap up, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Bye bye.